0: hi
1: hi welcome to the podcast welcome to the podcast uh today on the podcast we went to uh, oh, i started a whole new region that's right
0: wow zach you started a whole new region
1: yeah so like the goal of the game or like one of the goals of the game is to go to all the four like corners of high Hy- not even corners there's there's four themed areas of hyrule where a divine beast is at
0: and it's almost to- like a theme park
1: yeah except there's also like the jungle part which is not really part of any of those oh yeah you kind of yeah. end up it's i was gonna say four corners but it's not because it's like you have the two left corners and and then the top right has two of the other things kind of wedged in there. And then the whole bottom right is not part of that
0: uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that part of it. So I don't know. I mis- wonder... Let's entertain this idea let's go. briefly and see if it carries okay. water. What if originally the Zora area were down where Lurelin village is? And they designed that area for Zoras. And then... They said, "Uh-oh! It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't work. Uh, we need there to be we needed to be enclosed with walls so that we can have this uh, stupid problem where you can't climb because of all the rain." Mm, and so they moved
1: it up there. I'm skeptical about this hypothetical. Uh, what about it seems unlikely to you? Because, like, if I had to imagine, if if in this example. The Loreland Village area was originally a Zora area. Like that's not traditionally what the Zora have really done. They're more They haven't lived on the beach. Except in Majora's Mask. Yep. So was Well was uh what do you call was Ever Even Tide Island originally like
0: the cool Zora grotto place for Majora's Mask? Um that would be really cool. Uh, I th- I would I think though that like it's possible that at some point they imagined one of the divine beasts being out on top of the ocean. Okay, that's kind of cool. I'm not really invested in this hypothesis that the Zora used to be way down over there, but it I'm just not occurred to me.
1: Invested at all.
0: Anyway, let's talk about that other corner,
1: the one that you went to. So in the like bottom left corner of the map, uh. I went to uh, that stable at uh, Outskirts Stable. I'd already been to Outskirts Stable before, and there's a trail that heads southwest. And so I started heading that direction. Uh, you cross Dig Dog Suspension Bridge, which yep is confusing because it's like one of them is labeled Dig Dog Suspension Bridge, but it's a series of bridges across a series of islands. And are they actually suspension bridges? No, absolutely not. Okay. My, uh, if my understanding of suspension bridges is correct, which is they are suspended off of some poles or something
0: there's like something I, like holding them up a bunch of wires on the sides I don't I don't think this qualifies as a suspension bridge no okay uh
1: Liars underneath one of the little bridges is da caso shrine uh which is a minor test of strength.
0: How quaint. Oh, you can finish those as fast as a bee.
1: How far have we come? That's like nothing. Whatever. I'm like, okay, sure.
0: They still have these I...
1: in this game?
0: <laughs> uh, well, you're very close to the great plateau at this point, aren't
1: you? Yeah, that's the other thing. It's like hypothetically, you could leave the great plateau and come this direction and avoid some of the other more obvious directions. Yes. Uh, I actually flew over towards the Great Plateau because there's out the the river that comes off Mount Hylia. Uh like the river of the dead has a uh waterfall that comes off of it, and oh, yeah. I have to compulsively check every waterfall to make sure there's nothing behind it because video game. Yes. Uh there was nothing behind it, but I did like use the Zora outfit to swim up very high uh And ended up kind of back up in the Great Plateau area for like an instant, and then left. Cool. Okay. Uh, can't go back there yet. Oh, right. I got other stuff I gotta do first. Uh, and then you... There's... Go ahead.
0: Are are you getting to this really intriguing sentence in your notes? I'm looking at Zach's notes. Oh, what do my notes say? There wasn't something behind the waterfall, but I spent some time reevaluating... Just how fake the idea of not being able to leave the plateau at the beginning of the game is.
1: Oh, yeah, because it when you get across, like, the bridges, there's, like, a cliff that is nestled underneath, like, some of the Great Plateau cliff that is extremely scalable. Ah. In a way that I'm like, oh, yeah, from this angle, you can tell the whole thing about not being able to get off the Great Plateau is completely fake. Cool. Like 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 i understand that they don't want to if they were to actually put the great plateau high up enough that it would cause you to like fall to your death every time Uh uh-huh
0: it would be the highest thing in the game it would
1: be the highest thing in the game it would look super awkward and people would still find ways to circumvent it because people will find ways to circumvent anything yes i think i think people have found ways to circumvent oh i need to look at some speedrun stuff again i can't remember if people have figured out how to circumvent the fog But it's, like, extremely painfully obvious from, like, the southwest looking up at the plateau that, like, oh, I could just climb that (laughs) with, like, no stamina upgrades. That's an easy climb.
0: Yeah. But, Uh, you know. It makes you think about, like, how is it possible to design a tutorial area like that? And how can you do gating in an open world game? Yep.
1: And, I mean, it had to be that way. It's that or... It's completely removed from the map, or it looks really bad. Yeah. You have to you have to keep the visuals in mind, so. Uh, what or they did you, is obviously instead fine. Instead
0: of having a fake fog, you could have a biodome on fr- on top of the plateau mm. that gets deleted when you finish the tutorial. And you work the biodome into the lore. I'm... You say, Link, we sealed you in this biodome so that you could
1: muscle up that's for the sequel where link is in metroid like they want to do really badly
0: let the zelda team make a metroid game let the zelda team make a metroid game let the metroid team make the zelda game no 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 no.
1: it's it's hang on it's oh zelda team wants to make metroid mario Uh team wants to make zelda
0: oh Uh, you're right gosh
1: and then I forget the rest. Camelot wants to make Donkey Kong sixty four. <laughs> you should just let them do that. It's fine. Uh, I forget. Uh, does I, Capcom still want to make Zelda? Capcom doesn't want to make video games, so I don't oh, know. Okay. Um, I forget. It's it's fun to like look at stray comments in the middle of like interviews with devs about like, oh, we'd love to tackle that sometime, and like. And then build a food chain. Run with that as far as possible. And, like, try to come up with really weird cross-pollination on weird studios doing stuff that's way outside their wheelhouse. Hmm. So, that'd be fun. Anyway, uh, so this all leads to Gerudo Canyon. Uh, Not Gerudo Valley. okay. This is not Gerudo Valley, it's a facsimile thereof. Uh, I suppose it's not a valley because there's no water running through it?
0: Uh, I don't know
1: the rules. Uh, because Garrido Valley is from Ocarina of Time, and it's got, like, a river that passes through it, and a bridge that goes over the river. But it's essentially the same idea of, like, a big walled canyon that leads to a big desert. Uh, yeah. Garrido Canyon here in this game does not have the good Garrido Valley music. Uh No. Though, maybe at some point when they were testing music out, they plugged it in just for fun. Sure. Some, like, dev has, like, a 30-second video on his computer still
0: of him, like, running through the canyon with the Gird Valley music playing. I mean, anyone who has the most basic technology can, like, queue up a YouTube video while they're playing a video game. I suppose that's true. Do be, be I don't think their... you need. I don't think the devs need to build tools for adding music to the game. I think oh, they can just no, no, no. turn music on and off.
1: I just know that they've talked about before when they were like trying different musical styles out. They like plugged in Twilight Princess music. Oh yeah, yeah. So I bet at some point they were plugging in different musics, mm. and somebody was like, "Oh, I'm going to run through this with the Garter Valley music," and he's like, "This is too ostentatious." <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's a big windy canyon that leads to the desert proper. Uh, there's a bunch of cool stuff there. Um, my 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 notes say to talk about the terrain. Uh, it's got a bunch of scaffolding, I guess is the big takeaway. This is now. This is the place in the flashback cutscene when they're looking at a hundred years ago. This is where they were digging out, right? I guess. This is the only place with the scaffolding like that. Like it the, the implication to me seems to be that this is where they dug up a divine beast. Um I'm I'll allow it. I I think that's the intention. Okay. Uh So there's like all these scaffoldings running along the cliffs that give it a cool look. And it's also like you can run around on all these scaffoldings because yeah. it's a video game where you can climb so the stuff so in the background like, is like actually interactable.
0: Yeah. Um in a lot of other games, especially a lot of other Zelda games, you just have the sheer walls of the canyon making it impossible to get to the top of the canyon and you're just hanging out in the bottom, and that's the level is that you go through the windy canyon. Here there is stuff on top of the walls, the terraces. And so you have ways to get up and down. Uh, But there is still a sense in a lot of parts of the canyon that you're, like, following a track. And the game has to kind of... Or it doesn't have to. This is something I was thinking about when I was playing Super Mario Odyssey. Um... But I'm getting ahead of myself. There are a lot of places in Garuda Canyon where you could just climb up the wall and be on top. Oh, yeah. And do things from there. Yeah. But you don't think that way because you have uh, an obvious track in front of you. And I don't know if that's because we've played video games where walls mean you can't go here before. Or if it's just a normal human way to think, like... Well, there's a path here, and there's an obstacle on either side, uh, so I must, I'm going to follow the path. It's not going to occur to me to go from side to
1: side, you know what I mean? So I perhaps had a different, like, impression of it the first time I played the game, where... Uh... Well, the other element that we're not talking about here is that there is a very obvious uh, tower sticking out of, like, the mesa you're uh-huh. like running around. And so it becomes a real quick I got to get up there and you know you can climb so I never like traveled on the designated trail to get to the desert the first time I played the game. Uh-huh,
0: uh-huh.
1: And in fact I missed a whole lot of stuff along the way that we'll talk about here. <laughs> Cuz a ton of the, there's a ton of stuff here I just never interacted with, never saw because I just scaled straight up uh to get to that tower um so it's almost because the game is presenting you with this other like op this other goal in the game at that point and because at that point I'd played enough of the game that I knew like okay I want to get to the top of the thing yeah I wasn't thinking I I, you had, want those I had towers I had freed myself from old game think ah. and knew that I could just go straight up something
0: so. Um, in Mario Odyssey, there is the level of bubbling, you know what I'm talking about? Mm, that's the, the later the water ocean level, right? zone? Yeah. The, yeah. The later one. Um, and it's like, when you're on, when you're above the surface of the water, you see any, you know, landmass above water as like, well, that's the path, I need to jump across the water to get to that thing, and I need to, like, stay dry, basically, to get from A to B. And anytime you actually land in the water, you notice, oh wait, I can swim wherever I want, and there's all kinds of stuff down here. There actually is no reason for me to treat land masses as paths, because it's all fake. Mm Mm-hmm it's all fake it's all fake and so you end up taking the same pill that zach took when he played breath of the wild that's right you understand
1: uh blonde
0: brunette redhead man
1: i really want to i need to play odyssey again that's a fun game to move around in yes kind of like the same with breath of the wild is fun, a fun game to move around in in different ways
0: yes at, at yes. some
1: somehow 2017 they just figured out like what if we just made games where it's really fun to move around the world
0: well and i think part of that is um i i can't really defend this right now <laughs> uh, but like i feel like when i'm playing odyssey versus playing uh, mario 64 i feel like in mario 64 they had this idea of enforcing being good at it kind of. And so there are different ways in which maybe this isn't intentional. The game punishes you for not hitting something correctly. Um, There's a lot more bonking. Yes. And in Odyssey, they let things be smoother. They're like, you know, if you don't hit this exactly the right way, we're not going to kill all your momentum you're just going to kind of bounce off in a different way or s- slow to a stop or something. And so I think it's it's comes out of being like, well, just let them goof off, basically.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a fun moveset to run around with. I've get, got to get back to that game at some point. Uh, OK, so let's talk about a bunch of the stuff that's around. Okay. There's G No Shrine Uh which is a three part puzzle. Super Mario
0: RPG reference.
1: Yes, that's correct. Uh did I tell you that in Moon Remix RPG, there's a which is made by many of the same people that worked on Super Mario RPG Legend of the Seven Stars. Uh that there is a, a a a Pinocchio style boy whose name is Noji. (laughs)
0: the game is called moon remix rpg it's a
1: yeah moon remix rpg it was a japanese only playstation game oh that weird one that weird one that got uh translated finally and put on it's at least on switch i don't know if it's on other consoles yet but
0: am i uh, am i wrong did that precede super mario rpg
1: no it wouldn't have because mario rpg was super nintendo this was playstation this was like oh okay a couple years after 96 or 97 or something like that um there's a weird i could i i i wish i had knew uh, had a better clear understanding of the lineage there because there's like a big family tree that like starts in the roots of super mario rpg and then goes in a million different directions of like you've got moon Sky rpg you've got things like tulip uh, you've got Million Onion Hotel and, like, all the the Onion Games stuff that's come out since then. Uh, like, all the Tingle games are part of this, like, family of weird games. It's it's a lot. Huh. And they all have this, like, DNA inside of them where you can see, like, a lot of... The, it's just a lot of the same people working on them. It's bizarre. Huh. Um, What were we talking about? Geno Shrine. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh... There's orbs on conveyor belts, and you got to shoot the orb with an arrow to knock it into a receptacle, but you have to use stasis to do this.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: It's very cute.
0: Um, It's another one that feels very portal. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Especially how the orb will, like, go back to the beginning of a conveyor belt. Right.
0: Um, It comes out of a dispenser chute. It goes on a conveyor belt, and, like, why are there conveyor belts in a Zelda game outside of Saikon's hideout? Um, and there are lasers. Yes.
1: That's right. I remember the <laughs> lasers you're, now.
0: You're blocking lasers with uh, boxes. so I think I brute-forced the last
1: one, where I like, blocked one of the lasers and just like ran through the other laser mm. and like threw the thing past it. Cool, cool. I don't remember the actual way to do it. I just brute forced it. It was fine. You
0: wait for the big box to roll down the other conveyor belt and block the laser.
1: Well, I only waited for like one laser to be blocked and said, I can handle one other laser. It's fine. Yeah. They're I'm not. the hero they're just, of are Just like
0: roll. the turrets in Portal, they don't do enough damage to actually stop you completely. They're just a medium deterrent.
1: Yeah. Uh so that's that shrine. Uh there's a guy named Xyle, uh good name, who's mm. like hanging out in the canyon and he has like a story about how he lost his horse he's, you know, sad but has apparently like made his peace with the loss of his horse and is now in the market for a new horse. Uh I got really confused with this quest. So he makes a very big deal about it needing to be a horse that's the right size for him. Yeah. And, He, see, and he says specifically don't get one that's too big, but also he's, like, a bigger NPC.
0: It's strange. It's it's very
1: strange. And he's, like, taller than you. He's, like, kind of, like, they sized him up a little bit. I was, like, "So, so do they want me to bring him big horse? So I brought him big horse. Uh, and he's like, no, that horse is much too large. I need a smaller horse. I forget. Did you name that horse Lunker
0: or Baron?
1: Uh, it's not Lunker. He's no old Baron. He's Loach. Big horse is oh, named okay. Loach. Gotcha. Uh, old Baron is the white horse. Oh, sure. And then Runt is the original horse I caught. And then Lunker is just a better horse that I caught at some point. That's like a... sure. Not a top of the line, but like a just a good, good old horse. Uh, so I sold him Runt. I took him the very <laughs> first horse I ever caught in this game and said, Here you go, man. I don't like this yeah. horse. This horse is not a very good horse. Uh, he gave me 300 rupees and was very happy. And I look,
0: like how the NPCs care about horses sometimes.
1: Sometimes. He seems like he's too large for that regular size horse. I don't know. I I think I feel like I second guessed this like three ways too far. You know what I mean?
0: (laughs) Well, it's it's, like I second guessed it and then I third guessed it. Why would you include that in the text? Why would you try to remind the player of the giant horse?
1: To bug me specifically, uh, it turns out. Assuming the
0: giant horse has, you've seen the giant horse before you get to Xyle. And the giant horses nearby... I wonder nearby, if it was, like, an intentional misdirect.
1: I think it like, had to be. It, ha- it had to be.
0: Just Because, like, if the quest was just, hey, get me a horse, then you're like, okay, any horse, I can do that right now. And you go get a horse, and it's not interesting. But if he gives you this dumb criterion that isn't actually important like if you ignored it you'd have a much easier time right had he not
1: said that it wouldn't have questioned i just would have gotten a horse it's fine i don't know maybe at some point they wanted to put in more dimorphic like horse characteristics and they just never did and so this is like a vestige of that
0: ah yeah maybe maybe um the horse variety is not great. Not that I ever thought of that until you said.
1: Yeah. I dimorphic. mean, we talked about how there feels like there should be more animals in general, but the horses themselves are very simple.
0: Yes. Mm,
1: they kind of have their, like there's the, 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 actual like stats, but beyond the actual stats, there's not a lot of like differentiation.
0: And you know, I, that that's fine. I, I oh, don't yeah. need no, the no, no. individual horse because like, I I would love to play a game where you care more about the horses and they have more stats and there's a breeding element and you get really deep into horse. I genetics bet that game and... is
1: called <sighs> Red Dead
0: Redemption Two. I've t- I've talked to Emily a lot about horse breeding because she knows all the horse genetics.
1: Uh huh. Um, Has she bred a Gold Chocobo but, version of a horse? What's the what's I the bet gold she, Chocobo horses.
0: I guess it would be like secretariat, right?
1: Okay, so secretariat is the gold chocobo
0: of horses. Um, that's interesting. That the gold chocobo of horses is, is not like do all this stuff to isolate all these recessive genes, but just find the best horses and cause them to make offspring horses.
1: And you gotta give them koopa nuts or whatever. The gashful greens, gashful greens
0: sure sure
1: uh... um
0: no i i want to <laughs> say though the level of horse complexity in this game is perfect for this no game. i agree completely yeah uh it's more but i i feel like what's great about this game and what maybe i w- wish there was more of is the like amount that the characters care about their horses because yeah. you have a few characters who are like it's me and my horse. This is my horse that I love. Um, and you have this guy who, you know, he lost his horse and he needs one. And you as a player have, like, connection to a horse. Not me specifically, because I never use horses, but I know what you mean. Um, you you get to name them and customize them a little bit. And um, if you lose one, then it's, like, a problem. Yeah. And you can bring them back with a creepy horse god. That's right. Uh, I I feel like if I could redo this game, I wouldn't want to change any of the mechanics for horses, but I would want to add more NPCs talking about their horses.
1: <laughs> okay. I'll allow it. Uh, yeah. So then uh, I found a shrine quest with a minigame that I've never seen before. This is. Like, obviously we've talked about things in the game where I'm like, oh, I don't remember this, oh, I don't remember this, like, but, like, maybe, okay, maybe I just forgot this. This is something that is genuinely completely new to me. I did not know this was in the video game, so that was very exciting to run into. Wow. Uh, Never before seen. And it's a thing called? Uh, It's, I forget what it's called. I didn't write down the name. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, so. Okay, I don't so know what it's called either, but it's I, like. So, uh, I'll explain what it is. Uh, the three Goron brothers uh-huh. from Gut Check, Rock, Gut Check Rock are back. Uh, which means they Why? How did they get spots. over here? This means they're in two spots in the game at once, which is very good. Uh, they are here in the Gyarados Canyon to take on a challenge, and they want you to join them because they're very inviting. Uh, the challenge is they're to cool sit guys. in a ring of fire where it's like a big stone slab that is surrounded by torches uh, that makes it very hot. And so they're trying to build up their endurance by staying inside of this very hot circle.
0: Yeah, this uh, is cool.
1: And so you're like, oh, I could do that, sure. And so I put on my cool Wind Waker t-shirt um, <laughs> and sat in the circle. And I was slowly taking damage, but... Like, the damage I was taking was not enough to, like, get through all of my hit points before the task was over. Uh, And, like, one by one, the Goron brothers, like, fall out. Yeah. Because it's too hot for them. Uh, And they're very impressed that you withstood it. And so they say, okay, we want you to try the even harder circle. And there's a circle behind that circle where... There's more torches surrounding it. Uh, and then you go in that, but uh, the challenge changes from it simply being too hot to it being too hot and the air having that will catch you on fire quality that we yeah, saw at yeah. Death Mountain. Uh, but if you wear the gore on armor, they will admonish you and end the challenge.
0: Sure. That it's is a, cheating.
1: We, we know what that armor is. You cannot wear that. That is cheating. So I took that off and put back on my Wind Waker t-shirt uh, and swallowed a fire potion and waited for like a minute or whatever. Uh, they I were guess that's Im-
0: all you can do, right? Or just take damage. Or can you... Yeah, take damage and eat food. Yep. Um, They're very impressed. As far and- as, like if you are designing this game and trying to, you want to have like a a physical challenge like this, a a test of endurance. Isn't the quest called test of endurance? I think Um, like it's hard to um, express endurance with the game mechanics. Right. Because you don't really have, you have uh, Link's a stamina meter, but you don't have his, I don't know how much more of this I can take meter. You don't have access to that part of Link as a character. Not yet. Um, <laughs>
1: That's a new meter. And the so game. It's like a game.
0: I, I feel like it's, it's a pretty decent use of the mechanics in the game to express a type of challenge or a type of event that. Um, isn't part of the normal gameplay. But I think what's better about it, like the way that it uh, comes across is having the Gorons around you talking and fainting. That's what really sells it. And it makes yep. this a very good quest, even though it's barely anything is going on. Yeah.
1: Yep. It's cute. You watch them in their antics. Uh, they're very impressed by you. And then a shrine unlocks, rises out of the ground. This is Julu Na Shrine. Uh, which is another apparatus. Oh, it's multiple apparatus. It's a it? good one. So this is one where you get the apparatus, which are the little their puzzle elements that are on your Joy-Con gyro controls. And so you have to use the gyro controls to manipulate an object. And in this object, it's each like puzzle room is a cube that has things attached to it. And so the
0: first one, and you need to rotate the cubes.
1: Yeah, the first one you rotate the cube to catch each little part on, oh, not on fire. It's electric. Uh, yeah, there's the you need to weird, activate
0: each LED.
1: Yeah, there's the weird electric mechanic. Uh, that we kind of are increasingly introduced to here in the section. Uh-huh. The second one is a weird one where each part of the cube is shooting air and you have to oh yeah like line it up very just so so that it blows four different windmills
0: yeah it's more more
1: tricky than you would think uh then the last one what is the last one it's the oh it's a whole bunch of torches That you have to all catch on fire, but there are like water spouts that are getting in the way of you doing that. Uh huh. So you have to like move one of the spouts out of the way, and then stasis the other one, and then very quickly catch them all on fire. Yeah. Uh, I think I wound up using a fire arrow to like light the last one on fire, and that was easier.
0: Uh, Uh, It's good. It's interesting. These are the elemental cubes. You have the electricity right. cube and the wind cube and the fire cube,
1: the, the fire cubes, versus water
0: cube, the tri cube. The tri-cube. Oh my gosh! We found the tri cube finally. Um, it's a it's a good shrine. Yeah. Uh,
1: I liked that shrine. Uh, then I went over to Gerudo Canyon Stable. Uh, which is at the very end of the canyon. It's where the it, where the gate leading into. The desert proper is there's kind of a bunch of stone gates which is really cool Uh, yes there are some quests
0: here there needs to be a stable right here because horses can't go on the sand
1: that's right it would hurt their feeties that's not true i've seen hidalgo
0: hmm right i've seen hidalgo multiple times yeah have we talked Uh, about how i was a inexplicably huge fan of that movie in high school
1: i don't think we talked about it but i definitely never watched it up until like way after it had been out and that movie's great
0: it's very uh, very good
1: i love me some vigo mm mm-hmm. uh and that man is
0: omar sharif
1: that man is entertaining to watch um now i'm thinking about hidalgo hate when this happens uh I a guy don't named, mind. <laughs> A guy named Sesame is here. Uh, he made it to the stable, but his friends Olive, Flaxel, Canolo, and Palm uh, did not make it, and he figures they're all probably been waylaid back over in some of that scaffolding we talked about at the Cocon uh-huh. Plateau. Um, and you can go back and find all of them, and they're being, like, waylaid by, uh, mo- uh vocal Monsters. And you can fight the vocal blends and then free them, and then get them all back, and then he's happy. They all have oil names. That's the joke. Fun. Is
0: Cocot
1: an oil type, or a permutation of that, or nah?
0: I don't think so. I can't turn, I, it, I can't, like, I, I, yeah, I couldn't turn, I couldn't turn it into one. Um no, I would expect the place names to be along a theme separate from the person names. Yeah. But when the theme of the names is so strong like it is here, you wanna see it in the place name too. But yep. uh we should we should investigate uh if the place names around here have a theme. Like all the bird names up in Birdland.
1: Well, the place names around here—you've got a mixed bag. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, we're gonna derail and talk about that. Okay. You got Mount Naburo, which is the character name. Sure. Uh, Mount uh, Plateau, which is nothing, as far as I know. You got Yarna Valley, which is a reference.
0: Yeah. Um. To, Link's Awakening.
1: Link's Awakening.
0: Where there so was it's like a, a desert.
1: And then you got okay. I guess now I'm gonna talk about you got Spectacle Rock here. The top of oh, this mesa boy. is...
0: Oh, oh, my gosh. Is this the episode where we talk about Spectacle Rock? I
1: get to talk about Spectacle Rock. This is not where Spectacle Rock is supposed to be. They messed up. They yeah. put it in the wrong place. Spectacle yeah, Rock is yeah. a feature that is on Death Mountain and all the other mm-hmm. Zelda games. Uh, it's famous of Original Legend of Zelda, even. That's where Level 9 is. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean... It's not shocking to say that there's two different rocks that are arranged in a spectacle formation. It's fine. But I'm watching what you're doing there. (laughs) I'm watching you. I'm watching you.
0: No, it seems like apparently you have a person or like a tradition of people in the Zelda map making world who say, well, we got to have a spectacle rock it's not Death Mountain without Spectacle Rock. And so it's disappointing when the Breath of the Wild person says, Oh, we're doing references to names of places from other games. I'll put Spectacle Rock way the heck over here away way from where it here. always is.
1: Yeah. Fire Temple's not here. What are we kidding ourselves? Come on.
0: Come on. That's no, it's fine. But Maybe it will be where the Fire Temple is in Metroid Prime 4. That's right. Uh, so okay, so inconclusive
1: about the place names. Sure. Just a mishmash of all sorts of stuff. Uh, what was happening? Oh, okay, and then there's another quest, there's a guy named Perot, uh, who would like you to give him 55 rush
0: rooms. Which is a lot.
1: That's a lot of rush rooms. He's just like, yeah, I'm really tired, I just need some rushrooms for a pick-me-up. I need 55 of them, specifically. Uh, I was pretty close to 55 when I got here. I was in, like, upper 40s and this area is very good for getting rush rooms. they grow on like cliff walls so I was able to get that while I was running around uh, he will give you a diamond for this task but he like leaves it in a chest behind the stable for no good reason it's a, <laughs> it's a weird detail he's like yeah I left it back there you can go get it if you want
0: Alert! I have checked Zelda Wiki for an explanation of the name Kokate Plateau. Okay. And it's pretty straightforward. You remember the bad ladies in Ocarina of Time? Koma, uh, I and forgot Kotake? about
1: them. That is exactly what that is.
0: It's very straightforward. In Japanese, the same place is called Umetake Daiichi. Umetake Plateau. Is that? Their names or no, Ume and Take is the other halves of their names. Oh my god. Oh gosh. that's cute. That's cute. adorable. They're good.
1: Bring back Twin Rova. Twin Rova are cool. Oh yeah. They don't they didn't get to do enough. They could bring them back. I would be happy to see them come back into the series. Okay. Uh so facing like the stable is a really cool stone quarry. Mm-hmm. Uh I there's really nothing to talk about other than that, other than I just thought it was cool-looking. There's, like, an elevator that... Is, or, not even an elevator, it's, like, a lift that you can manipulate by magnetizing big blocks.
0: Yeah, it's cool.
1: So, like, this was a functioning quarry up until sometime recently? I guess, yeah. Uh, so, that's cool. It's a, it's, a, it's That's a good use of already existing assets, basically, to make a cool little set piece. Um... There's K-No Shrine here, uh, which features several puzzles that are like the introduction to some more of the electricity mechanics.
0: Yes, we have entered the realm of the electricity puzzles. Yep. The desert is always where electricity puzzles rear their head.
1: I'm like running mental math on that right now, and I'm drawing a blank.
0: Yeah, it's so. not true.
1: Okay. I feel like at some point some game is probably true, but I can't. There's too many games.
0: <laughs> uh so you have like balls that produce electric power, mm-hmm. and you can magnesis them around onto pads that accept electric power and I want to say complete circuits, but that's not what's going on. You're just supplying power to wires. Right.
1: Uh and so there's like here's a row of like these spheres that are connecting and but oh but this other one is incomplete so you have to move them so they're kind of touching each other a little bit more yeah and stuff like that it's fun i i hope they do a lot with it i don't remember this mechanic very much but this seems like something you could have a lot of fun with and do some really goofy stuff well and especially considering so much of your inventory
0: it conducts electricity exactly what i was <laughs> gonna say um because your inventory conducts electricity not only are there because they never you have puzzles that require you to use that feature of your metal weapons but uh, you can cheese your way around a bunch of puzzles by dropping swords on the floor oh yeah and uh, it's, it's, it's very cool. And there are some good puzzles that use it.
1: Uh, I'm looking forward to that. Again, Like this section of the map is one of the last ones I did the first time I played the game. So my memory of this is super fuzzy. And there's already stuff I found that I did not remember. So,
0: uh, well. Good
1: times coming up. Uh, One of the last things to talk about is I did the Wasteland Tower. It's up And this in- is
0: on top on... Spectacle Rock.
1: This is up on Spectacle Rock. Uh, It's in one of those big bottomless swamps. Except it's not bottomless.
0: No! It's just very deep. Well, and it's functionally bottomless for Link because if he gets in too deep, he will drown. Correct. Drown of gunk. But it's not too deep to Magnesis up
1: a bunch of stuff from the bottom.
0: There is a bunch of stuff on the bottom. There are a bunch of iron boxes and steel boxes
1: and some magnetic
0: boxes
1: yeah and you're able to pull up some of that stuff uh and then there are a bunch of like stone pillars okay that are like sticking up out of the muck and you can like knock them over with the big metal boxes
0: that's cool
1: Uh, none of it ever formed, like, a real cohesive bridge over there in a way that you would expect?
0: No, because I was watching a video of someone trying to do this. I'm pretty sure I remember how I got to this tower, but this guy was trying to, uh, arrange, you know, all the metal boxes into a coherent series of stepping stones. Yeah. So you could jump, jump, jump and get to the tower and it's not possible partly because the bottom of the bottomless pit is not level.
1: Oh, okay.
0: At least in the place where this poor app was doing it. Interesting. Um, so you like drop a box but it lands on its side and so only like the point of a box is sticking out eh. and um it was it was very it was like the title of the video was how to climb wasteland tower and it's five minutes of this poor guy failing oh no. to get the <laughs> the boxes to line up and you can just cry on us your way across
1: you can just cry on your way across or like this isn't even the highest part of this rock there is like a higher hill on the south face that you can climb
0: up and like and just soar over glide there. over to it
1: yeah wow so like i don't really entirely understand what they were going for here
0: no no
1: not not the strongest work but i don't know it's neat
0: well the fact that you can i don't know if i ever knocked any of those pillars over that sounds rad i
1: knocked like one over that provided like a bridge that got me about halfway to one and then i knocked over like the series of three pillars but all they do is just lean up against it in a way that's not
0: useful Hmm. So, could you have know. knocked them over in other directions maybe
1: maybe had i knocked them the towards the side of like the mire it would have made a better path to get over there maybe uh, strange but that's it for garudo canyon for now there's some stuff further south that I wanted to check out, but this took a long time to do all of this. So I'll save that for some other time.
0: Okay. Uh, what are you going to do next?
1: Uh, I'm going to go to the desert. I'm going to cool. saddle up on my horse and ride out into the desert like Vigo Mortensen.